I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Protecting yourself through growth. One of the most incredible things I get to do these days is work with, coach, and watch game-changing, world-changing entrepreneurs grow the most incredibly unique businesses. And today I had the privilege of sitting down with one of our new clients, but a, a friend of mine for a while, Giovanni Marsico, who may be one of the most unique entrepreneurs out there. He runs a company called Archangel, which I even say in our interview that it's so hard to explain what he does, but when you hear it, I know you're going to be inspired, and I think you'll find it interesting why his team gave him a standing ovation and why his business model is pretty much ripping off X-Men. <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy this interview with a brand new client. This is a different view. This is Giovanni getting started in our program. You're going to understand why he's here, what challenges he's dealing with, and then when we come back in a few months, we'll see how much he's been able to overcome, grow, and move towards I think you're going to enjoy this interview or listening to this interview as much as I enjoyed speaking with my friend, Gio. Hey, everyone. Today, I am really excited to, uh, to have a special guest with me, a friend of mine, um, Giovanni Marasico, who runs Arch Archangels. And, you know, I, I have um, very limited time. I think we all do. And in today's day and age, if you wanted to go to an, uh, a, an event or a festival or a mastermind or a meeting of some kind, I'm pretty sure you could go 365 days a year. And so when you look at the ecosystem of, of what is offered out there, it's overwhelming. And for me, I've chosen to invest in very few but very deliberate masterminds and events and organizations and communities. And what I always tell people is I invest in communities where when I look at the leader, I want to become more like that individual. When I look at the leader, I'm okay with taking on the characteristics of that individual. And when I look at the leader, that's someone who I'm comfortable with and I have a goal of emulating in my life. And one of the reasons that I'm not only a member of Archangel, but I'm also on the Archangel Leadership Council is I have a very high level of belief in Giovanni. Welcome, brother. Wow, what an intro. Thank you, Alex. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, man, I, you know, we've known each other for a long time. And in all the time I've known you, what I've seen is this, this 
obsessive consistency and you say something, you do it. You make a huge claim then and everybody goes, what is he talking about? And then you deliver it. And you're one of those people. I remember when you first came out with the original Archangel event, I'm like, who is this guy? And how did he do that? And then when I, when I got to spend some time with you, it was obvious. Like you are one of those ridiculously magnetic human beings that when you share an idea with somebody, it's almost instantly contagious. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, man. So can you, for everyone listening, can you just give like the two minute summary of what is Archangel and, and, and you know, why, why is it important? Sure. So I, I used to, um, I, I really love using the analogy of the X-Men uh, because I've completely ripped off <laughs> their model. So <laughs> Archangel is a tribe, is a community of visionary um, and superhero entrepreneurs who want to build a business around sharing their superpower to make the world a better place and create positive impact. And like the X-Men, there's sort of an ascension model based on where you're at on your path, but there's the Archangel Masters who are like the X-Men, the the top level superheroes who are at the top of their game sharing and creating exponential impact. And then there's a larger community, um, which is Archangel Academy, our online school, and Archangel Summit, which is our huge event in Toronto, where the it's like the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, where the um, the X Men get to teach their or share their wisdom with the rest of the tribe, so that we all grow together and create exponential impact. Yeah, Gio, you know, man, I remember when I first heard you talk about this. I'm like, oh, like what a kindred spirit, because I think that you and I both see in the entrepreneurial world that, you know, the things that make us look so challenged, the things that make us look so broken in normal society and as entrepreneurs, that is your true superpower. Right. And uh, go ahead. Sorry. Your your gift is next to your wound, right? It's like the, the thing that you were, the thing that makes you stand out or that made you stand out when you were a kid is probably the thing you should take a stand for and, and build everything around that. Yeah. You know, Gio, you just triggered something for me. I'll share it really quick. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I was one of those kids that in school, uh, I would have this thought like, oh man, I'm going to say something. And I would be thinking like, don't say it, don't say it, do not say it. And then I would hear myself saying it and I'm like, oh God. And then the, you know, mayhem would ensue. Like I'd insult the teacher. I'd say the wrong thing or I'd contradict somebody. And when I was 21 years old, I became a consultant. And in one of my first meetings with a multinational, I had that same thing happen. My head's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And then I heard myself saying it. And the, the VP of finance was like, hey, he's got a point. And I thought, holy crap, what just happened? <laughs> like that same pattern played in my head and, and suddenly it worked. And what was so bizarre was as a kid, that, that compulsion I had to be transparent, to say what was going on, to tell people what was really happening for me as a consultant was really my superpower. So it's like, it's so clear when you're older, but when you're younger, you know, that when somebody says the meek shall inherit the earth, you just feel meek. <laughs> it's hard to have that leap of faith that it'll actually happen. Right. So it's incredible that, that you have this organization that's just dedicated to that, Gio. It, it, it started with me being or having clarity around who I am and what my gifts are. And, and um, a lot of that took external feedback because for a lot of people, it's hard to identify the thing you think is probably normal. And everyone is the same as you, right? But it really... It's something extraordinary about you that you can build either a career or a business around. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then thinking not in terms of scaling a business or, or, or the financials of it, 
uh, but more about focused on mission and, and creating a movement and then creating the story around all of that. Yeah. And for, for us, money follows mission. Yeah, no question. For most of the great companies in the history of the world, money follows mission. That's why we drive all of our clients by a client-centric mission. And that that brings up, you know, why we jumped on, Gio. You've recently joined our mastermind. You know, it was, it was funny. I remember within about three days, we joined yours, you joined ours. I'm like, wow, that was kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, once- and it wasn't like, you know, it was weird. I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, man, we could have just like had some trade or exchange. But the fact is that like, I really wanted to buy yours. You really wanted to buy into ours. And so that's what we ended up doing. Give me an idea of why you joined the mastermind. Because from, from all intents and purposes outside, you're, you're successful. Like you, you are doing very well. What it, why is it that you joined the mastermind? Well, I think it's, it's being smart enough to understand that I don't know what I don't know. And um, when you shared your uh, billionaire code, the, that sequence of hitting all those milestones, I know that what, what got me to where I am is probably going to hurt me moving forward. Uh, and as I scale the team, um, you know, part of my magic is dreaming big and having almost an impossible dream and then reverse engineering and saying, okay, here's how we're going to do this. Uh, and for me, that doesn't scare me at all. But for my team, that's probably scary. Uh, I was about to swear. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> sorry, scary shit. It's like, what is this guy doing? So I, I, you know, I need to better understand how to lead um, and how to build the culture and how to grow the team and, and constantly scale because of how big I dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so you're conscious of the fact that if you're going to have big dreams, you better have the the infrastructure to support them. Right. Um, so many entrepreneurs aren't. They think that they can market their way out of the problem or sell their way out of the problem or find some other solution. You've tried those, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share how that worked? Because you know what? Here's here's what's happening right now, Geo. Somebody's listening to us and they're like, I can just sell my way out of the problem or I'll, I'll create another funnel or I'll do something like, you know, I don't need to do all the structure and systems and processes. But the fact is, if your dream's important enough, you really do, don't you? Right. Yeah. And, and at least to burnout, right? Like for, for me, it's, it's more about subtraction and how do I continue to grow everything where it doesn't devour me? Yeah. Uh, and I can build systems and structure around everything so that my team feel the same way. Yeah. Well, yeah, because here's something that so few of us are conscious of, but you are, which is one of the reasons why I think you and I get along so well, is that for most entrepreneurs, they don't realize that they are the biggest bottleneck. Right. And that if it, and here's, here's the realization it takes us forever to come to, is that if our business, if growing our business increases our pain, we won't. And whenever entrepreneurs tell me I'm plateaued, I'm stuck, I can't, well, all I do is look at their model and I'm like, well, there's an easy solution here. The more you sell, the more pain you're going to experience. And so if you sell more, it's going to hurt you. Real estate agents, the more you sell, the more work you have. You know, financial advisors, the more you sell, the more meetings you have. So you have to figure out a way to grow that without increasing pain on yourself. And Gio, you, you had a kind of a funny anecdote when you told your team that you were, um, you know, going to create processes. What happened? Standing <laughs> ovation at my team meeting. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I'm not even joking. <laughs> so, and what was it that you told them that got the standing ovation? I love this story. Yeah, well, I, I said that we've hired you and your team to help us scale and build models and systems around the scale and growth of what we're doing. And then, they, 
Aunt May stood up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I think a lot of people would think they probably stood up because the systems and processes were so bad before. Here's what I really believe. I think that, because I've met so much of your team, when I talk about hiring true believers, you have true, true believers at a different level. Like they are, there's there's almost a um, dogmatic belief system by your, isn't there? From totally. your team. And part of the secret there, I don't know if I've ever told you this, every single one of my team members was hired from the tribe. So it was someone who's been a part of the community already and yep. just happened to have the skill set or the, um, the superpower that was what we were looking for. Yeah. So tell us about that, Gio, for the people who are listening, because I talk about this all the time. Uh, one of the things I tell people is if you hire true believers, you'll never have to motivate them. If you hire anybody else, you'll never be able to motivate them enough. Uh, would you agree with that? Totally. Uh, we, the way we even interview is we have a, a culture fit interview first based on core value alignment. And I'm sure you're going to teach me even. <laughs> <laughs> so if the, if, if the answers to those questions don't fit and they're not aligned, I, I won't even, I don't even care about their skill set um, because I want to make sure that they are completely aligned to who we are, who we are as a team, that they gel with the team and that, um, they're aligned with the values. Gio, when in hiring true believers like that, um, doesn't it create a higher level of responsibility on you as the CEO to actually show up in the right way for the team? Yes. Do you feel the pressure of the team pushing you to be better? <laughs> oh, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something that I talk about. You know, I, I ask CEOs, do you feel like your team's pushing you to be a better CEO? And if they say no, I feel bad for them. Because isn't part of who you are today the motivation of your team? 100%. And it's not just to be a better leader or CEO. It's, it's to be a better version of me in general. Yeah, yeah to show up for them. Right. So um, give us an idea, Gio. What, I, you know, I want to, I in the next year, we're going to be working together. And I want to come back and, and do a few of these podcasts. Because how long ago did you start Archangel? It's, it's, it's not. 2014. 2014. So we're in the fourth year. And just so people have perspective, what are some of the people you've had speak? What are some of the events, like the event that you do in, in the, the large event each year, how many people attend? So it's Archangel Summit in September in Toronto. Um, the first year was 2016. We had 1,500. Uh, last year, we did close to 3,000. And the goal this year is 4,000. So there's just exponential growth. Yeah. And what type of speakers do you get at these summits, Gio? Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Robin Sharma, Simon Sinek, uh, Gretchen Rubin, Dr. Shafali, um, JJ Virgin. And this year we have uh, Brendan Burchard lined up, um, Arlene Dickinson, who's um, for the non-Canadians, she's like the, um, she's on Dragon's Den, which is our equivalent of Sh uh, Shark's Tank. She's mm -hmm. like massive in Canada. Um, Sally Hogshead, JP Sears is emceeing, and he's hilarious. And we have a few other people to announce soon uh, that would blow people away. So if anyone's listening and they want to be able to check this out, because by the way, like every speaker you just named, I know exactly who they are. Sally's a good friend. Uh, I mean, I can't wait. I will be there in September as an audience member. If somebody wants to check it out and be able to understand more and go, Gio, where should they go? Archangelsummit.com. Perfect. Okay, cool. Archangelsummit.com. Check it out. And there's like, you haven't mentioned them, but I know there's at least one or two more surprise speakers that um, people should be keeping an eye out for. Yes. Uh, the type of people that have like, you know, half a million followers on social and, and really 
Uh, what I, the clue I will give is that they're all in these sort of biohacking health optimization kind of space, because we want to, we, we believe that to be the best uh, business leader or entrepreneur, you have to be at the top of your game when it comes to health optimization. And I know that you agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. In fact, a couple of the speakers you're talking about are friends of mine. So we'll see if they actually <laughs> go up. <laughs> so I'm super psyched about it. Maybe. So Gio, um, so that everyone listen, because we're going to do some timestamps here. Tell me what your goal is for the next year in our program, like not dollar volume, but but what is it that you want to have change in Archangel? And what is it that you have for goals for yourself as a CEO? Uh, for me, it's to, like right, right now, in terms of my schedule, uh, Stephanie, my partner, and I are really adamant about making sure that um, family time is family time. And that's protected time. And same with like date night time for us um, and self-care. And there's so much pressure now as both of us are scaling our companies to, um, to figure out, you know, is there going to be a sacrifice somewhere? And we don't want to sacrifice. So for me, that's the most important thing is to maintaining the rituals we have so that we're not saying, well, I can't spend time with the kids tonight because I have to work or I have to do this. Or it's, I, I want to I keep this for the rest of our lives so that work time is work time and uh, family time is family time. And then there's regular date nights, um, which we're big on. Yeah. So for you, joining the program, the key is maintaining who you are personally, maintaining your life. Yes. So has it always been that type of a goal, Gio, or is this relatively new for you? It's been that way for the past two years. Prior to that, was that a consideration for you? No, it was work, work, work. And yeah. Yeah. What do you think, like, what was the, the change that brought on, like, I want to go from just being the person who's all one-dimensional work to actually caring about this other side of life? Uh, so Stephanie was one of the biggest catalysts. A lot of, because she's, her expertise and wisdom is on the, on the health optimization side. Uh, she helped me transform physically first, but also mentally and uh, psychologically and chemically and, um, you know, eating better, taking care of myself and realizing that it's not just food and exercise, it's um, self-care and sleep and um, playtime, right? So we, we often have playdates, the two of us. Uh, we'll go to amusement parks together or go-karting or whatever that looks like. Yeah, and you guys are a little nutty. Like Stephanie will just like act in a character all night and you guys like do all, you, you, you I mean, <laughs> interesting, you guys aren't just childlike. Sometimes you're childish, but who gives, like that's who you are. Right. And that's when the best of us both come out, when the little kids come out to play. Yeah, that's my favorite time to be around you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gio, on our next, the next time we check in, here's what we're going to check in on. We want to see, have you maintained your personal schedule? Are you growing the business? Do you feel like you have that committed family time? Because I know that most of the people listening to my podcast feel the same way. They're, They're looking to be wildly successful business people, but they don't want to be a one dimensional. I just have a business and it's the only thing I care about in the world. So I'm excited for us to continue this conversation and these interviews throughout the year. So you can share with people whether you can really do that or not and grow a massive business. Right. Thank you. I can't yeah. <laughs> Same here. So real quick question for you. And this is just because I know you. Um, w- would you say you're an introvert, Gio? Yes. 
like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being super hyper introverted, one being not so much, where would you say you, you stand? Hmm. Probably around a seven or eight. Uh, It's, it's, I mean, I'm not even sure if this has to do with introversion, but I can be on stage in front of thousands of people and not be nervous at all. And I'm completely in my element. I'm in the zone, but at the end of my event, I need like bodyguards to protect me from, I just, I need to be in a bat cave. Yep. It's not a 10, um, but it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm the exact same way. The reason I ask is so many of the people listening are introverts and they wonder like, can I really lead a team? Can I, can I be the person who does that over and over again? Is it going to drain me? Is it going to be able to contribute to my life in any way? Or is it going to be that thing that I always feel like, you know, deep breath, I can make it through this. And what I'd like to explore with you over the course of the year is that, that process for an introvert, because um, I too, I think I'm probably an eight or a nine, seven or eight, eight, nine. Like I, <laughs> I usually describe it to people this way. You know, I, I am incredibly comfortable in front of 4,000 people on stage, but if 20 walk up to me afterwards, I'm having a panic attack and sweating into my pants, yeah. you know, and like, and I don't know what to say. And I feel awkward and weird and uncomfortable. And I think that's, that's kind of part of the introvert dilemma is that you often appear not introverted. And so people don't expect you to be that way, but you are. And so I'm really, I'm, for me, I'm, I'm excited to watch you put this process in place for someone who thinks like me, who, who has the same tendencies I do and, and see if it works for you. So I have this a, be interesting. I have an awesome story about this for you. Uh, last year, Simon Sinek spoke at our event and there was a Q&A and someone asked him about introvert, extrovert. And this was his analogy, which blew me away, but I have something to add to it that, that will help you. Um, so he says that an introvert starts the day with five energy coins and every, or, or whatever the number is, and every time you interact with another human, you give up a coin, you pay them. So that by the end of the day, you have zero coins. An extrovert starts the day with zero coins, but every interaction, they take a coin. So by the end of the day, they're full of energy. And I was like, that's brilliant. Um, yeah. And for me, as an introvert, the way to have more coins is to surround yourself with superchargers, people who charge your batteries so that, you know, when I'm around you, I may be an introvert, but I can, we can geek out for hours and I'll feel energized at the end of it. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's about protecting your energy and, and surrounding yourself with people who charge your batteries and don't drain them. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. So here's, here's the other thing we'll check in on next time you're here, since you're coming to our event, I want you to also share, like, what was it like to be in a room where there's a hand curated group of million dollar plus CEOs for your membership? Because here's what I can tell you. When I went to Archangel, I'm an introvert. Like I, I when I go to most events, I sit in the back of the room because I want to be able to escape quickly when there's time to talk to everybody. And I don't really like to be part of the social stuff. Um, but when I was at Archangel, I felt completely at home. We signed a couple of clients. I had incredible conversations. And I want to see if I've curated the same type of room for you. Amazing. I love that. Awesome. Well, brother, I, you know, we started with it. I'm going to end with it. I love you and Stephanie. I want to thank you for being in my program. Thank you for being part of my life for creating Archangel. And uh, I'm excited about coming back and doing this again. Yes, please. I can't wait, man. This is so much fun. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks brother. It's pretty incredible that today my business is getting to hang out with guys like Giovanni who see the world the way he does and and has the amount of alignment with me that he does. And it's like, it's like I have a family in California that I grew up with, 
but I'm assembling this family of clients and team members and entrepreneurs who are just like me. And um, <laughs> I get a little emotional because so much of what Giovanni says is so much of how I think that I never thought there would be another person out there who had the same way of looking at who we are that I do. And when I hear him, I hear the confirmation, not only of who I am, but what I believe about people like us. If you like to know more about people like us, if you like to understand the entrepreneurial personality type, the evolutionary hunter at a completely different level, go to freemomentumbook.com. Download a copy of my book. It will help you understand yourself better, stop limiting behavior, and create unlimited momentum. freemomentumbook.com.